Hey, thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. If that describes you, you're in the right place. If it doesn't describe you, go to your local priest or law enforcement agency and get yourself righteous, and you'll be in the right place at that point. Tell your friends about Gun Stuff. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, let me tell you who's coming up here. And uh, let's see here, just, there we go, uh, Door Gunner. Uh, this is an extremely interesting product, Extreme Mist and American Precision Firearms are our guests today. Hey, we've got a little bit of news item that just came across the wire today. I'm not going to spend much time on it because I want to let you guys uh, move on to our guests. But Biden, surprise, surprise, just today, he renews the gun control pleas one year after Uvalde. Now, if you've been paying attention to the news, you'll see Gretchen Whitmer, uh, the state of Oregon, Washington, everywhere, they're doing everything they can to take away your Second Amendment rights. Now, none of that will have anything to do with our safety. And by the way, if you're one of the popular uh, holders of, of, uh, of the pistol brace, uh, you are now a felon or you will be very, very shortly. And I don't know how that's going to work out in courts. Hey, by the way, I said law-abiding. Everybody seems to be law-abiding around here, except for our officials. I, I think it it's pretty daggone sick, if you ask me. So let me see. At this time, I'm usually trying to get Scott. And um, uh, we got a little late start, because sometimes we get some technical difficulties. Scott? Okay. <laughs> all right, yeah. Scott. All right. We... We got you back. Hey, we're glad to have you here uh, with us. You're coming all the way from Kentucky, and uh, we yeah. appreciate you coming in here. So uh, this week, we also have in our studio, now let me see if I can take a look at the, uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to see if I can bring on our co-host here. And she is sitting right beside me in the studio. Hey, hey Ursula, glad hey. to have you. Thanks for having me. Hey, Scott, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to lately. And I've got some footage here. So uh, this this is some footage, you know, like a, a segment that we'd like to bring forward is uh, just some of us going out and doing competition and participating in shooting sports. And this is uh, from the Proving Grounds at uh, the Raceway. So this is just a, just a little bit uh, ago. And this is a stage where they take you out, run you around. They ran us around in these ATVs over this obstacle course. And these were like professional drivers. I mean, they were ramping this thing. So they got the big adrenaline rush going. And then you had to pull that tire down. Then you had to run back and get into these different shooting positions. So you were instructed that you had to get in here. Each one you had to engage at different distances and all this other stuff. And get to get the, uh, five unknown distance still targets through each of these. You go all the way down to the end after you go through multiple shooting positions uh, where you have to get in, inside of these obstacles and get into these contorted positions. Then you have to pull the tire all the way back. And the pullback was the was just a, a nightmare of a run, but it was about a 30-second sprint with that tire on. And by the time I crossed the line, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. So... Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys to all these guys that were putting on this fantastic match at this great, uh, great venue. Mm -hmm. um, now, let me ask you this a question every, for you, Scott, yeah. here. Uh, yeah. our, for a viewing audience, 
Uh, how does somebody get involved in either the Proving Grounds or any of these running guns? Is there some sort of licensing, or do you have to uh, show your uh, John Birch Society card? What, uh, how, how is it that you can get involved in this? No, so this is this is really easy, uh, and it's one of those things that uh, it's so easy for everyone to go and, and and participate in these that even the competitors and Ursula can attest to this too. Even the competitors at a lot of these events, you could show up and not have the full gear list and be like, "Hey, I need a rifle." You could be missing an important piece of gear, and someone will hand you a, a rifle and be like, "Here, use this one." Uh, but just it has very uh, minimal gear. You have to wear a fifteen-pound vest. Uh, the rifle pistol but like i said people will will most likely help you uh acquire well, that stuff and give you stuff to use but you just go to the proving grounds and sign up so you know just go to the proving grounds and sign up for it. most people they don't want to get over that first step of just showing up like that is yes. the hardest part to all i'm like just just show up that is literally half the battle yeah. like you don't have to yes. do anything because guess what none of us knew everything until we showed up that's right. And uh, guys, uh, if you want to learn more, reach out to Scott and Ursula yep. on social media. Hey, yep. uh, we're going to move on here with our featured firearm. Today, surprise, surprise, uh, and why on earth am I doing it right here? Scott wanted to know what the heck was our featured firearm. And there it is. See the nice case it comes in. Oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, it's pretty cool. Ursula, I'll let you show it up here. We got uh, about uh, 30 seconds on this firearm. Ursula, <laughs> go ahead. So... Super favorite gun, and granted, James Bond, I don't think he had a black one, but this one's full black, DLC, comes with your two mags. This one is a, actually in in 380 or 9mm Kurtz, because that's where I'm starting on a German, that and Rammstein. Um, so pretty much, and like I always do, I'm going to give it to Chris, because this is Chris' favorite gun, and just seeing it in all black is actually, I was actually pretty excited today. Like, all right, yes. Yeah, there's something to be said about the color of this, the finish, they really do a nice job on this finish. And uh, uh, hey, uh, we're, ah, we've told you lots about this firearm. They don't come in very often. Evidently, Walther's been making them and they've, they've been shipping them out to us and a few others. Uh, and once they're gone, you probably won't see them again for another couple of years. So if you're interested, by the way, Ursula, that is the color that James Bond picked. It was black. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I thought and, it was stainless. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, you're just equating James Bond with myself, and, and that's easily, <laughs> easily mistaken. Hey guys, we're gonna be right back with our first guest after this short commercial break. When your home is in danger, every second counts. Reaching a doorway that is equipped with a door gun or holster means that you can quickly and easily secure a vital access point, even in the dark. Depending on your home's security needs, you may choose to utilize our magnetic HGM series, which allows for the quickest and easiest access to your firearm in case of an emergency. Or you may choose a familiar nylon holster model or an oversized lockable zipper pouch. If you want more controllable access to your firearm, you may choose the door gunner vault, which can be opened silently with your choice of numeric code or biometric scan. Having a fast and reliable access to your firearm when it matters most could mean the difference between how quickly and safely your situation gets resolved. Don't waste those precious seconds fumbling in the dark for your firearm. Get Door Gunner today and rest easy knowing that your home's defense is ready for you when you need it. Okay, we're back and uh, we appreciate you guys hanging in here. Uh, our first guest today, 
uh, Scott, Door Gunner, they've got a great product. I know you've sh shot some video on it. Let's see if we can bring them in. Yep. There we are, Jerry. Uh, we'll say hi. You're sort of in the distance, but you got your products up close and front. Hey, thanks, Jerry, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I don't think you got a chance to hear that commercial, but uh, you've seen it before. Tell us a little bit about the genesis of Door Gunner, if you don't mind, Jerry. So it started uh, maybe five years ago that I always had a really good spot that I had my firearm as my children were growing up and it was safe, secure, out of sight. And then I lost that location and it, it took me a while to figure out where I wanted to store it after that. So I was worried about it, thought about it a lot. And it finally came to me that if I'm in the bedroom, then I needed to get to the door. I could either get to the door, close it, call someone, wait for help, or I could get to the door and go on through and see what the threat was. So I thought, well, the logical place is to put it on the door. But, you know, a lot of other devices, you need to drill a hole in the wall or find a stud or put a box in or do some kind of destructive uh, mounting. So I thought, how can I do it where it's not destructive? And then it just kind of went from there. So I made the first prototype. I put it on my door. No tools. It takes one minute to install. And then I thought, well, I've got these other spots in my house that I want to be at. And I'd like to be near my gun. I'd like to know where it is every time. So then I just started putting different docking stations around. So a docking station on the front door when I'm in the living room. A docking station upstairs when I'm when I'm uh, watching TV or whatever I'm doing up there, and then I thought, well, okay, now I've got that. How do I get it to transport between these different locations within my house? And so that's how the final uh, the final design came through. And we've been working on this for probably three years. Uh, we've been making 3D prototypes for three years and passing them out to buddies and getting feedback from them and tweaking them. And so just on the 1st of May, we, we launched officially with 100% a real product, no more prototypes, and it's been very well received so far. Yeah, so I guess your theme is if you can find your door, you can find your gun. Is, is, that, <laughs> uh, is that the idea? Yeah, you know, as I'm laying there in bed, it's like pitch dark. Is The only thing I could see was the silhouette of the door. So when I get up, if I need to get up in a hurry, whether I'm asleep, whether I'm awake, half asleep, I can get up and just out of habit, you can find that door handle. Mm -hmm. So if I can put my hand on the door handle, I know that it's right there. And I can find it in no light, whatever condition, half asleep. And so, you know, once you figure out where it's at, then you can just pick your level of access control. So me, my baby's 24 years old now, so I don't need a lot of access control. Uh, but a lot of people that do, they may want a vault, they may want a zippable, lockable pouch or whatever. So I try not to shoehorn you into my version of what works for me. Mm -hmm. I try to give you a variety of options of what works for your family at your time. And, and the good thing about it is, is once you put the docking station on your door, which is this piece, you're done for life. You don't ever have to take it off. If your life changes, you can just change the, the actual holder. You can change to a vault. If you uh, like me and have grandkids, when the grandkids come over, I'll put the vault on. But the good thing is it's in the same location. I always know where it's at. No matter what variety of access I've got, it's in the same spot every time. Cool. Yeah, Scott, now you can tell us a little bit about what we're looking at here. Uh, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I recognize your ring finger. I think I know who that is. <laughs> 
I know, right? Yeah. So, uh, so he was uh, nice enough to send one in. We got a chance to mount it, and so we just put together this uh, quick video. Uh, but what the amazing part was that this he's he's not kidding when he says it's super easy to install. I mean, it it takes it does take less than a minute, as you can see here. Just this is. Uh, one of the doors in in my house and putting this on just to do this just th for the videos and everything and this is it you just witnessed the entire mounting procedure so uh oh, nice. it's super easy yeah it just pops right out you know the the pin that you have drives out the other pin and there you go uh, it's done that that fast um so being able to move this from room to room being able to do all these different things Right. Hey, so Jerry, uh, here, here's a product demo. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what, because there's audio isn't, isn't on here. So uh, it, it's kind of the same thing that Scott was doing. In fact, maybe we yep. need to hire Scott to do your marketing, except here is a <laughs> yeah. guy that looks like he's in trouble. Uh, Jerry, tell us about it. Yeah, so what he's demonstrating there is just being able to move it around the house. So like I said, if I've got this in the, on the front door during the day or whatever when I'm watching TV, so... The beauty, one thing that we wanted to make sure was when you move it, you're not exposed in the trigger. So I just push it. It's like a, belt, a backpack clip. I push it. I take it out. Now I've moved the whole thing. I can take it into the bedroom, drop it in another docking station. And I've never exposed the trigger to any accidental discharge. So uh, I've got a lot of friends. We live in Oklahoma, got a lot of land, and they have shop buildings out in the back. And so I've made them uh, back in the prototype stage. They wanted a docking station out in their shop. So if they're out at nine, 10 o'clock at night working in their shop, it's out there. When they come in, they just pinch it, pull it off, take it in, put it in the house, and they're done. So it's, it's a great way to have the same type of reliable access anywhere in your house that you want to have it. And if you uh, change your mind, you don't want it in that room later, you just put the old door hinge pin back in and you're done. So yeah, you're I'm not drilling so. into your high-dollar bedroom furniture and all that. We're seeing some social media commentary there. They're, they're, they're liking what they're looking at. And guys, thanks a lot for, for hanging around uh, while we were running late. Charles asked a question, and there was the answer. Uh, if uh, What do you want to do to keep your firearm away? And there it is, right, Jerry? Right. Yep. So, Jerry, tell us a little bit about your security future. So the vault is the highest access control. And so right now we've got it only in keypad. We're working on uh, getting a biometric scan. So right now I've got a vault, which is over here in the, in the uh, demo, and four access codes. It's completely silent. You can type it in real quick. It drops the door out, has a little light in there, and your firearm is ready to go at that point. So uh, the vaults are very popular. Uh, the large pouch is very popular. There's a lot of people that have a scope or some kind of big light on their gun and it just won't fit in a holster. So this lockable pouch uh, is another good option. You can choose to lock it or not lock it. The zipper is limited, so it you can't accidentally, while you're half asleep, unzip it all the way and the gun fall out on your foot. So uh, another very popular one is the oversized pouch. Yeah, and it seems to me a lot better uh, than just trying to put a gun underneath your pillow. What do you think, Ursula? I have a gun underneath my pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. But <laughs> you might want to have one. On that look of shame on your face. You're like, I, I'm guilty. Guilty yeah. as charged. Yeah, so what if you're in the living room and the gun's under your pillow? Well, in the bedroom, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, like on the other side of the bed, yes, there's a gun underneath that pillow. Now I have another option, which I didn't know of, which is basically also not the nightstand. 
So I have to go to the door anyways. I sleep with the door closed. Um, one thing I was thinking of that popped in my mind was pantry. That's like a perfect pantry, you know, spot. So that's where my mind was at. Hey, Jerry, yeah. uh, th this photo here, uh, we, we don't have the holster. So how the heck is this firearm hanging on the side of the door? Just tell us how that works. So, so that's a super strong magnet. It's, mm -hmm. it's fully rubber coated. And so it doesn't do any scratching or harm to your firearm. And so there's a lot of magnets on the market. One thing about door gunner that I tried really, really hard to do is make everything 100% made in America. And so just a little bit about me, I've been working in the plants of manufacturing plants of, of Oklahoma for the last 35 years. So when I set out to take this product to market, it was just not in my DNA to buy a bunch of stuff from China and resell it. So I've spent this last two or three years in supplier development and, and there are nine US made suppliers that have stepped up and helped me get everything done. So it's really, really hard to find a magnet that's truly made in the USA. And when you see the magnet that I've got, the one on your screen, it is truly made. It's made in Arkansas, made by only USA. And so it's just, it was a passion of mine. Uh, it took a lot more time, but it was a definite passion of mine to make it all in the USA. Hmm. No, my, once again, yeah. here's a turning here. So uh, we've had a company on uh, a while back called Bone Dry. Uh, with their... Um, with their pouches and stuff like that, have you considered about making uh, kind of like desiccate holsters for that? Because like I have a shower gun and my shower gun idea. No, it's it's literally a Glock 26. Don't and don't break into Ernest's house. Hold on. <laughs> I have guns yeah. everywhere. I just posted up on Instagram. Yeah. I have a garage gun. I have guns everywhere. I don't have kids running around. It's great. So <laughs> so I have a shower gun, which is pretty much in a quart size uh, uh, Ziploc bag with a desiccant packet because you can shoot through Ziploc. So since my door swings that way, swings closed from the shower, I have access to it right there. But I'm worried about getting moisture on my gun. So just once again, gears are turning, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry, yeah. looks like we can also have it's some my, guns on, on my here. list. He's writing that down, like, get yeah. your bone dry to make a yeah. holster. On my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Hey, we're about to the I end of our it, segment here, I and I, I want to talk about our long guns here, Jerry. Yes. Tell, tell us what do we got here. Uh, this was a surprise to me. So, uh, yeah, I had not thought much about it, but as through the prototypes and through the discussion with all my friends and everyone that tried one, that was probably the most popular question I had was, are you going to do a long gun version? It's like, well, I hadn't thought about that. So the long gun version, obviously, it works on two hinges. Mm -hmm. So it, it's telescopic for the reason is the space between your two door hinges and my two door hinges is not the same. It's never going to be the same. So this goes between like 19 inches and 34 inches. So it will fit, you know, 99.99% of all houses. So when you get it in, it comes with the same type of written instructions. You scan the QR code. It gives you a video instruction on how to install it. But uh, super good. The one that I've got here has a, uh, a cabled trigger lock. So, again, if you want access control on it, that's great. Uh, you can buy it, the one with the cabled trigger lock. You can't even get it off the rack because it's cabled to it. Uh, the one in the picture obviously didn't have the trigger lock on it. But uh, very, very popular. You know, a lot of people are building custom ARs and they just want to show it off. So it's kind of a display stand and also a, a firearm holder all in the same same thing.
Hey guys, if you're watching this show, you need to head on over to Door Gunner USA and let's light it up. Well, let's buy some of these and uh, uh, reasonably priced. We're going to yeah, reasonably priced. Now we're going to break here for a commercial break. We're going to be right back with American Precision Firearms, and Ursula is going to take this time to put her personal address onto Facebook <laughs> so that you can come on and test out all of her preparedness <laughs> if you're dumb enough to. So hey, uh, thanks a lot, Jerry. We'll be right back after this quick break. The headrest safe is quick and easy to use. Some may even call it a game changer. The headrest safe acts as a safety net, protecting your belongings while keeping them out of sight and out of bounds of others, serving as security while also keeping your valuables in bounds. That's what the headrest safe provides for me. Game, set, match. I tell you what, uh, this place amazes me. All the new products that we're showing, things that you never believed, and this is a great place to learn about it right here on Gun Stuff TV, and I know you guys are, agree. So, hey, let's bring on our next guest, American Precision. I know, Scott, you uh, invited these folks. They've got some great <laughs> photos, and let me see if I can bring them on here. American Precision. Hey, Nick, uh, thanks a lot for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So, so Nick, uh, I got confused, uh, like I do, because as, as the other hosts will tell you, I'm an older uh, senior citizen, uh, well beyond uh, retirement years, who is, has very few mental faculties. So I was a little confused because I thought you guys were from Italy, but here I find that you're right in Dayton, Ohio. Give us a little bit of background to clear up this adult brain of mine and tell us a little bit more about American Precision Firearms, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, well, I am from Italy. Uh, as you can hear, I wasn't born in Dayton. Um, you can clearly pick it up from my accent. <laughs> uh, I, I came to Dayton back in 2017 when I started to work for Kiapa Firearms. And um, I was sales manager. I've been sales manager for Kiapa Firearms for, for about four years. And, uh, and that's why I'm here in Dayton. However, American Precision Firearms is a company from Florida. So the, the company is based in Miami. All right. So that clears it up. And as you could tell, I, my brain is always a fog. And uh, uh, so, so you sent us some beautiful photos. I was just impressed with the firearms that you had. These, uh, now, don't get me wrong, we loved our featured firearms and a lot of the stuff that comes through here. But hey, let's take a look at some of these right now. Uh, let's start with this prismatic. Tell us a little bit what makes this gun so special. Well, um, I don't know. you can't really see it from, uh, from this picture, but this is a double barrel 1911. Mm -hmm. uh, we okay. like, yeah, yeah it's one. This is where everybody got their introduction to American Precision Firearms because everybody saw this and they're like, who's making this? Like, how That's is this right. made? This is great. So this was also my introduction to it. Um, there's the stainless one uh, that everybody has seen. Uh, but yeah. this is the one gun that's actually on my list of guns to shoot. Yeah, uh, here again, uh, Nick, 
uh, you're remember you got to talk to who you're doing talking to because I think I heard that wrong. A double-barreled 1911. Yep. Surely such yes. a thing does not exist. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick, tell us more. What is up with this? I, I see there's two triggers. Tell us more about it. Well, it's a, it's a short but very interesting story. Um, we call them 2011. And uh, when I say 2011, everybody think about the double stack 1911 in nine millimeter. However, um, this was an Italian designer uh, that invented this gun. And uh, he made it to celebrate the 100 year of the 1911. And uh, he made it in 2011. So the reference 2011 is reference to the year 2011. So he figured like uh, this is like the second century of the 1911. Mm -hmm. Why not making a second bet? So that's, <laughs> it's a little bit weird, but it's kind of sweet as well. <laughs> no, I love that. No lie. That is one of those three o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, random ideas that just like, we're going to do it. We're going to freaking do it. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen Bond Arms that has two, two, uh, but that's a Derringer. Yeah, but this, and in a 1911. 1911. Yeah, you know, the, the, the shock value which, which there. Which is cool, though, but look at the, some of the design uh, uh, details right there. So they actually did end up uh, porting the barrel and the slide, therefore keeping that recoil down because you already know it's going to be, well, <laughs> you got to make it nice and soft <laughs> shooting there. Yep. So you have that there. It looks like the barrel is actually a little bit longer and uh, ported as well. You got double trigger, probably like probably some of the finest wood in Italy, you know, for grips. That is, <laughs> and you also have your little uh, glare reduction. It looks like glare reduction, little relic there. So like this. Um, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Just, uh, just for your information, um, you can't fire the single individual barrel. You gotta fire them both at the same time. The yeah. two triggers are connected. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> that, yep. awesome. I love That's it. gonna be definite uh, damage. And, and uh, my, my question is for Ursula, what room of the house are you gonna put this one in? Living room. That is a straight up show. Uh, living, room. living room, yes. <laughs> I just think, I see this and I think about I see this and I think about like competition and stuff like that. You know, they're like, okay, go through here this stage. You got to put two hits on target, two hits on target. And I'm just like, you could just one trigger press one trigger. both oh, rounds man. at the same time. Man, I'm just thinking of how fast I could clear a stage <laughs> like that. You know? Yeah. Well, gaming. Absolutely. Gaming already. Yep. We've got more here. The strike one. Nick, tell us more about it. Yes, sir. Well, um, this would be, uh, this is our flagship product. It's designed by the same person uh, that designed the double barrel, 1911. And um, we believe that this is like one of the most uh, unique firearms um, out there. Um, what's interesting about this gun, as I said, is the locking block. So instead of using the Browning uh, uh, tilt barrel system, here we have like uh, the core of our uh, action. Um, this is a patent. This is called the speed lock. And uh, I would like to demonstrate the way it works. So if I put it back on the frame and they put the barrel on. So uh, you will see that every other gun, they use that filter barrel. Mm -hmm. Right. This, yeah. uh, this one locks and unlocks back and forth. Huh. So the advantage of this, um, well, one of the, there are several advantages, like the main one 
or one of the main ones, is that uh, we didn't have to make room for that movement. So we were able to install the barrel particularly low on the frame. Um, if you can see me here, uh, the barrel sits right on top of your, of your finger here. It's probably um, one of the lowest bore axes out there in this category of firearms, of course. Um, what I think to be the main feature of the gun, however, is the, how fast the gun cycles. Um, it's unbelievable. It, it, every gun is fast, you know, like the, you can't even see the, the slide going back and forth. But in this case, you can actually perceive the gun shooting faster than normal. Um, and uh, it, it actually conduces you to wanting to shoot faster. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I first saw this picture, I thought, what happened? It looked like, it, you could just tell by looking that the, yep. the, that the, uh, the upper is, is compacted. Scott, you didn't get an R&D? So here we go. Nope, not yet. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to get some bit, but we were, we were running a little behind. Two competitive shooters, actually two and a half, because I'm getting Chris into competing soon. So like... <laughs> Well, it's, uh, it's currently used in competitions all over the world. Um, I, I know that recently there was like the World Cup in Thailand. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, and just don't quote me on this because I don't really follow the, uh, our division that takes care of, uh, of the competition. But out of 20 shooters of the Italian team, uh, seven were using our firearms. Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh, so it's, oh. yes, yeah. yes, it's... Um, I will be glad to send one to you to try. Yeah, Very what about this story. Mark II? This is the Mark II. We've okay, got a so lot the, more the first, to go through here. There's lots of them. Yes, sir. Uh, the first gun that we just saw before are our basic guns. Mm -hmm. um, this one, it's a step up. This one comes with a, a fiber optic front sight and a threaded barrel and a flat trigger. Uh, the flat trigger is more of an aesthetical feature. Um, it has the same trigger as the, as the basic model. Um, the only upgrade here, it's in the sides and uh, in the threaded barrel. Um, we can move up one tier and uh, we have the speed model. Okay. So the speed so model, the speed model right here. Yes, sir. Um, the speed model, this one comes already with a huge upgrade on the trigger, uh, adjustable target sites and, um, uh, the guide rod also it's a metal guide rod in every uh, model that we saw before it was a polymer guide rod okay okay so here we have our ergal line ergal it's kind of the i don't know if it's italian or if it's a european word for uh, aluminum 70 70 75 oh. uh, in europe they call it ergal and um, uh, this is like a full uh, aluminum frame um, this is more of a competition gun. Uh, there's a further upgrade on the trigger and um, also the guide rod. Guide rod is a little bit heavier. Uh, the last model is the Strike One Ergal Pro, and that's a, a competition ready gun. Mm -hmm. So that will be like the next picture. Oh. Um, this one here, this is a competition ready gun. Um, we have a three safety. On, uh, on the trigger and on the firing pin. In this case, we removed one. Um, obviously, it's not a gun to be used as a, 
um, as a sidearm, uh, we, we suggested to use it in a controlled environment, like a competition or um, in a shooting range. Um, you see that also the grip, it's completely smooth. Yeah. And this is made for the shooter to customize the grip to his liking. Um, they typically put like a skateboard tape mm -hmm. uh, to get a better grip. Yeah. Silicone carbide yeah. is yeah. what some, some people would do. Yes. Know, that's, mm -hmm. that's so forward thinking right there. I like that. And I but, see yeah, that. it's it's an unbelievable gun. Like I, uh, yes. I, I fell in love the first time I tried it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So question for you. Um, I see it looks like it's optic ready, I believe. Um, yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, um, the, for now, um, only the aluminum frame are optic ready. Um, so the what you saw, the Ergal and the Ergal Pro are both optic ready. Okay. Um, we are planning to uh, make also the speed and the other models optic ready. Um, however, for now, uh, we only have a plate that fits into the dovetail. So for the less expensive model, we have a plate that fits into the dovetail. Okay. So this one, it says the super optic. Tell us about that. Um, okay. So this, uh, we, we are changing company. We are changing country. Um, the, the, the strike one was imported from Italy. This is imported from the, the Czech Republic. Um, those are what I call like boutique gun. Uh, the company is called Arma Zika. Uh, clearly, they are competition guns. They are very well known amongst that little cocoon of uh, competition shooters. Mm -hmm. They have never been imported in the United States, and we are the first um, importer of this gun in the United States. Um, retail price, the one that you saw, the, the one that you're looking at right now, um, it's around um, $6,000. That, that, that would be the MSRP. So they, um, they are pricey, but uh, they... Man, if you touch them, like the machine work behind this gun is unbelievable. And we've got so, time for your last two slides here, the super no, optics. Go ahead, Ursula. Um, on, um, sorry, on Rumble. Uh, Zapata want to know, what's, how large, or what's the magazine capacity on average? Um, are, are you referring to the Arma Zika, sorry, or to the um, Strike one? Oh, both. Oh, okay, so the Strike one comes in 17, 10, and then we have also a magazine extension to 19. Okay. Okay. So, but uh, out of the box, we sell it only in 17 and 10 round. Mm -hmm. So, 10 round, obviously, for the state, they have restrictions. Um, the Arma Zika comes in 17 and 19 rounds. Okay. I don't know. That one right there, uh, is, I don't know if it's the best for last, but Scott, I don't know how you can go back to the firearms that you've been competing with after looking at this one. Oh, that would, I'm, I'm sure that would be a dream to shoot. I mean, it's one of those, you know, that'd be you know, like an end all. Like eventually one day when I am able to get the guns I want, this will probably be uh, one of them, you know, when I'm you know, old, just uh, capable to do it. One of the things, yeah, one of the things I wanted to uh, take a step back on also is on the strike one with your threaded barrel. With that locking block on the strike one that we we're talking about, the locking block that you displayed with that having to rotate, if you want to add a suppressor mm -hmm. to that, you most likely will not need a Nielsen device, which is the spring and all that, uh, because most locking, most, most of the locking mechanisms on uh, striker fires and most of your pistols nowadays, it has to take the weight off that barrel so that it can 
pivot up. Well, if you can eliminate that Nielsen device, then you can put a lighter weight suppressor on your gun. So if you want to shoot suppressed, you'll be able to run that with a lot, one lighter suppressor, two without a Nielsen device, which will make it overall shorter. So it would be a more compact, uh, sturdy setup because it would be a, a direct thread at that point. So uh, that's one of the one of the great things I wanted to put on that. And then this this uh, super optic special that is just a beautiful work of art. Hey, well, thank you so much, Nick, for being on the show. It's AmericanPrecisionFirearms.com. Uh, every week I keep thinking uh, I, I have, haven't seen the, the best, and, and now I know why, because here it is, and, and uh, you exceed all expectations. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Thank Nick. you for having me, sir. Thank you. Thank Stick you. around. After this short commercial break, we'll be back with uh, our in-studio guest from Extreme Mist. Hey, thanks for watching and uh, make sure you check out our sponsors, our guests, and uh, learn more about these great products that we have. Let's move on over to our our, our next guest. R Ron, uh, you've been sitting here patiently in the studio, and there you are. You can tell he's in the studio, but he's got the same background here. And <laughs> in, in a little bit, I'll uh, see if I can get a three-up shot. I'll, I'll zoom in on you. So Extreme Mist, tell us about it. Now, we're here in Arizona, and uh, this time of year, you are a busy man. I'm surprised that we got you on the show. Tell us what how you guys got started. Well, we actually uh, started this misting program. I was on a thousand mile hike across the Sahara Desert and I had my camelback on my camel and I'd walk beside it and drink out of it. And I'm from Scottsdale, Arizona. I know about misting and I thought, why not put one in a backpack? And that's how it came about. It was some years later that I actually developed it and actually went into business with the product. And from there, we've bloomed onto some other products as well. This is our latest product, uh, latest patent, and it is a regular drinking bottle, doubled walled, just like you would get on any of the other bottles that you have out there. Keeps your water cold for up to 24 hours, so you can take a nice sip of water anytime and stay cool. But wait for it. I can hit a button, and I get speed one. Then I can go up to speed two on my turbo, and then <laughs> off, and it's all USB-C charging. So in between, I'm cooling myself off as well as drinking from the bottle. That, that'd be great. It's, <laughs> that so cool. You could take that to sports games. Uh, what do you think, Scott? Does it look like something you can use in Kentucky? Absolutely. You know, especially when we're doing all these uh, the endurance events and stuff, right. you know, I mean, uh, these things, you see us wearing the backpacks and the water bladders all the time. And, you know, just anybody that's active, it doesn't, it just bicycling, you know, I mean, you can do what in anywhere time you're going to be in a hot environment. That would be an amazing thing just to be able to push a button. I know some others that you've had to pump up, you know, other, other people who have other companies that have tried to incorporate that, but you had this awkward pump things and all this other stuff. And, and it's like, you've made it just super simple. So Scott, you mentioned the backpack. 
uh, hydration packs. So I also make this, which is great for hunters or any type of traveling, anything. So with the press of a button, let's see if you can see it coming up on from yeah. my shoulder here. I've got mist coming up mm -hmm. and wherever I walk, it's in front of me. I walk into a nice cold cloud and I have eight different levels of mist coming out and I'm drinking from the same reservoir. So we make them in our own backpack or you can also get in a retrofit kit to go into your game bag or wherever else you need some cooling on your person. So it's one of the first wearables that is actually done with a lithium powered pack on it. And again, drinking and misting from the same pack. It's a game changer in the summer. I go out and all the time, I'll be out this afternoon up to Tom's Thumb, which is in our Scottsdale area up in the McDowell's. And I'll go out at four o'clock. I sneak out of work an hour early and hump up these hills. I'm the only one who can pretty much do it. There's a few diehards up there, but mm -hmm. very few. I can go up in comfort and safety with this system. And I'm only using about a cup to a cup and a half an hour on the hiking speeds. Okay. And my battery lasts up to 16 hours before I recharge it. And I even put a power bank on there in case my phone dies or worse, my music, <laughs> I can recharge really fast. Hey, uh, what is this this quad uh, kit I'm looking at yeah. right here? And uh, oh, you've got it right here in the studio. Let me zoom in on you. Here we go. Sure, so the quad kit is a portable system and you can put this on your ATVs, on your quads, on your side-by-side. -side. It comes with four nozzles, all compression fitting, so I can use one, two, three, or four. And it comes with all the attachments to put on anything. And then here is the pump system with the remote control. So you can actually take this and put it on your vehicle when you're on your way out to wherever you're going, whether it's hunting or hiking or just out touring around in your side-by-side. -side. Mm -hmm. But you can also take this off and put it on your hunting blind. Hunting blinds are incredibly hot. They're not comfortable. And if you have to sit in there for hours, this is a very quiet system. It uses very little water. So you can actually bring a little water source, put it to it, and then cool yourself down. That is awesome. Very and, nice. Uh, yeah, I actually yeah. saw you at uh, Overland Expo, but I didn't get an opportunity to introduce myself. But uh, that right there, just the whole camping outdoors, uh, that is just like, just a great, great product. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's one of those. That you based here, too. Yeah, we're, you are. Yeah, you are in the right spot. That's for sure. That's yeah, Scottsdale, you guys are. the Arizona yeah. scene, and to be honest, anywhere else. Even though if you're in humidity, because we're close up and personal, mm -hmm. you could put boiling water into the reservoir of any of these, and through the heat exchange, it comes out ice cold, no matter what. So even if you're in a humid area, I just got done with a 120 mile trek through Guatemala jungles oh, wow. about two months ago. And it was miserable and hot, and thank God I had this thing on because I could turn that on when I really started getting run down and cool myself off, even though it was so humid. It's hitting me with that cold water right here. Mm -hmm. So any anywhere you're at in the world, this thing will work. Hey, and Ron, when I saw this photo, I didn't realize that it was solar rechargeable. Now, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we, I've seen it in the commercials. I think we may see it at the, at the concluding uh, commercial here, but... Uh, that means it'll run indefinitely. Is that right? 
Yeah, as long as the sun's out, it will, of course. <laughs> but um, it does have its own lithium power pack for the uh -huh. fan, and it's that same pump that I had in the quad kit that I just showed you uh -huh. that's on there, and it's Velcroed onto the back so I can remove it. It also comes with a line mister, so I can take it off and hook it up again to any of my other items, whether it's a golf cart, a side-by-side, -side, or just on an awning or a beach umbrella. So it's a three-in-one. You have a fan, you have a misting fan, and you have a line mister all built into one, and three different power sources. The lithium power packs on each unit, you have the solar panel, and you can also use AC on the fan. And it's uh, another one that's totally portable, uh, easy to carry with you, and man, can that be a lifesaver. Speaking of lifesavers, here, here's emergency uh, 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 emergency road crew or whoever, right? Construction, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of our new products as well. We've been playing around with that uh, prototype for a couple of years now, and now we have some inventory. And for construction, think about crossing guards, construction workers on that blacktop. We've got some military interest in that as well as some of our other products. But police standing out there, anyone who needs the high visibility, and that's an ANSI Class 2 high-vis vest. And again, with that one, you, it's just got a one liter. You're not drinking out of it because most people have their trucks nearby. But again, it's misting, and you can just turn, reach back, open up a, the cover on it, and pour in another bottle of water and continue to keep misting throughout the heat. So here is uh, the, bottle. The, the bottle, right? Yeah, that's the bottle that I was holding up here. In, uh, I have different it in three colors. different colors at the moment. And the other nice thing about this bottle, I can take this cap off, uh -huh. and it'll fit a variety, probably about 80% of the wide mouth um, other bottles that are already out there mm -hmm. on the market. So you can put it from this bottle to the next bottle to the next if you wanted to use it on a larger one. So it's pretty versatile. Uh, <laughs> and, so awesome. awesome. in Arizona here, oh, you're out of yeah. Arizona, this is something you definitely need, right? What? Oh, yeah. This whole system? Yes. And, and so this is what you were saying. The cap is interchangeable. You can pull Correct. it out. Yep. And again, it's USB-C yes. charging on it, and it comes with a cable as well. And, and we're getting some comments in oh, here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I'd like to point out as well is uh, it's for those of you also that, you know, like runners, stuff like that, it, mm -hmm. you know, the performance enhancement that you get from this instant cool down uh, is, is is an exponential type thing. So like just the, those of you that have run marathons, half marathons, stuff like that, mm -hmm. occasionally they'll, they will put misting tents out or cycling and you run through those and everybody that runs through them, they instantly feel better. Uh, after running through them, lowers your farther and yeah. stronger when you stay cool. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely a performance enhancing device that you can use to, you know, make you go further, faster, or so on, you know, just more endurance. But one of the questions I had is uh, so, like with your backpack sprayers and stuff like that, about how many, you know, not, not gallons per minute, because I, I don't think it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do that much, but like how much would you keep in reserve for a certain amount of time? Like, so in the backpack, if you have a backpack full of water and you're taking a couple sips here and there, how long would a backpack last you if you turn the mister on? If I left it on for an hour, Scott, on the first three hiking speeds, running, hiking, cycling speeds, I'll use anywhere between one to one and a half cups an hour. 
On this particular mm. pack, I have two liters in the back. That's eight and a half cups, but I am drinking as well. Give you an example of this afternoon when I go up and hump up these switchbacks, and hopefully it'll be over 100 today, but <laughs> I like the heat because <laughs> I live in my bubble. Oh. But um, for me, and everybody's different, and we stress this, of course, you got to keep checking the water and start off slowly with it. And then once you know how much water you're going to consume in general, how long you can keep it on. But I can go up for two hours because I'm spoiled. I'll leave it on for that whole two hours and hump up some of these hills and get back down with drinking and still have a little water left. But again, that's me and everybody is different. Mm -hmm. And it also comes with a more conservative nozzle head too if I'm going out longer. And I can also zip on an extra to this pack that I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. I have an extra two bottle fanny pack that you can, a hip pack that you can put two more bottles in and that'll allow me to bring more water with me as well. Hey, so Ron, uh, if our viewers want to learn more, how do people learn more about uh, Extreme Mist? Well, you can simply go to extrememist.com and we actually have a new website, I think, coming out this week, but the current one, you can go on there, you can learn all about it. There's videos, um, you can Go there. There's other places. There's places in town that carry like the backpack. Um, if you want to try some on and it's called uh, Roadrunner Sports mm -hmm. and they, they're kind of a national location. And we're also carried by some of the big, big stores online from Lowe's to Camping World to a whole bunch of different places. And if you happen to live in Scottsdale, come on by where we put all this stuff together. We're building it all right here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, thank you so much for watching today. And remember, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.